When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. John lost his battle with cancer Thursday at the age of 56. John Andretti wins the very first ever IndyCar Grand Prix here on the Gold Coast. It's gonna be John Andretti winning. John Andretti drives through everybody to come on and take the lead. John Andretti wins the Martinsville. Goody's body paint. Sad day here in auto racing this week. On January 30th, John Andretti passed away after a long fight with cancer. So uh, here at In the Marbles, we're trying to honor his life and uh, memory and what he brought to the racetrack every week when he was racing both for Indy and NASCAR. He he made a lot of groundbreaking moments. In 1994, he became the first driver to pull the doubleheader, Indy 500 and Coca-Cola 600 in the same weekend. And he will surely be missed. Hello, everybody listening out there in Indy Marbles Nation. I am Matt Beamer. Again, flying solo. Preston is not here. He is under the weather and has a lot going on in his life. He started recently EMT course. So he's busy with that, but I'll take the show, carry it on for everybody here. We're looking forward to the clash on the 9th and very excited about that. Finally, some NASCAR racing on the docket here. You know, just very much looking forward to that. I hope everybody's had a good week. We're finally past the Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs for winning that Super Bowl. Very good game. Very good halftime show. Very good all-around Performance by both teams, San Francisco and Kansas City, on that game. But here we're here to talk about, at the first here, John Andretti and what he did to the sport of racing and kind of give you a funny story that I have. I've never met him, but I have a funny story attached to John Andretti I'm going to share with you guys here. But uh, we're going to go right into it, just talk to you a little about John Andretti here. 
He was born in 1963, March 12th, 1963, in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and he is the nephew of the great Mario Andretti. So racing's always been in his blood. He's always been fun to watch, a great competitor at anything he drives, whether it be Lamar or Indy, NASCAR, you name it. He, he, he's a really good competitor, kind of a shades of, you know, I guess what maybe Tony Stewart maybe does now. He just races everything, and I John did the same thing. But in his NASCAR career, he ran 393 races over 17 years. His first race was in North Wilkesboro in 1993, and his last race was the 2010 Daytona 500. And another Daytona milestone in him, that was his first win in the 1997 Pepsi 400, and his last win came in the 1999 Goodies Body Pain 500 at Martinsville Motor Speedway. So two wins, 37 top 10s, and four poles in his NASCAR career. In his champ car, he has one race win and that is at the 1991 gold coast indycar grand prix in surfers paradise which is in australia a street course there in australia and he also ran that his last race was the 1994 indianapolis 500 which tried ties into what we were talking about his double header but he was sure, surely be missed um thoughts and prayers go out to the andretti family here during this time but, uh, you know, we're just going to hop right into it. And uh, well, what I was going to bring up here, uh, my favorite memory of John Andretti, he he was, um, I just got back from Iraq in 2007. My dad and uncle set up, uh, you know, welcome back little party, I guess you could say. And he took they took us me to a NASCAR race, and it was the Bank of America 500 there in Charlotte before the Roval. And John Andretti got into a wreck, and... It was just funny. I'll let you listen to the commentary from ESPN, and then I'll tell you my side of the story. Heavy contact by John Andretti there in the 49 car. See, John, he is uh, talking to the safety crews, and he will climb out. That car pinned right against the fence, and the crowd now applauding John Andretti as he gets out and is able to wave to him with a heavily damaged race car. So John Andretti wrecks after Michael Walter spun out and Matt Kenseth checked up for him, and Andretti hit him. He was driving for BAM Motorsports at the time, the number 49 car. He's on the radio, and he was so mad at either Michael or, I guess, maybe Matt Kenseth since he rear-ended him. He was so mad at him. His crew chief and spotter kept asking him, are you okay? And he was just livid on the radio. So mad. 17 cars shouldn't have done that. He was just going crazy. Again, they asked him, are you okay? Again, John Andretti's just going crazy, not really paying attention to anything. He's in the moment, just wrecked out. And then his female voice got on the radio, which I can only assume was his wife. And she straight up, are you okay? And John, like every man does when his wife kind of gets on there and demands something, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. And that was a very funny moment for me with John Andretti. Just looking back on his short time that I spent watching him, really in the mid to early 2000s. But he, he will be missed again. And then we'll just go from there and hop into some news. I've only found a little bit of news in the world of auto racing, but it was um, one of those things where I found it nice to bring up. 
right, this is from the world of IndyCar racing. Tony Kanaan has been racing for over 17 years in the IndyCar series, is retiring at the end of 2020 after a very, very good career in IndyCar. Uh, he's won the 2004 IndyCar Series Championship with 16 wins, 17 podiums, and 10 poles. He also won the Indianapolis 500 in 2013 after many years of trying. Won the Indianapolis 500. And Tony Kanaan, his final year in Indy. It's been fun watching him race there in the IndyCar Series. Again, just really now going to really start getting into the IndyCar Series. But know who he is and know... It was very competitive in the IndyCar series, I should say. And he, he will, I'll, I'll get more details on his achievements over the years of racing and share it with you guys in the weeks to come. But now we're going to shift gears here and go into NASCAR. Can't wait. I've, it's been forever, it feels like, since NASCAR has been on TV. And, and the kickoff to the season, well, I, I got to go back here and say that the if you guys missed the... 2020 Hall of Fame inductee ceremony. You missed a really good one. We talked about it on last week's show. Tony Stewart gave a really good speech, which really, I think, stole the show, talking about all the sacrifices his girlfriend's made over the years. I mean, he's talking about sacrifices, and that got a good chuckle. But congratulations to all five inductees of last year's, or of this year's, I should say, NASCAR Hall of Fame. But we're gonna we're going into the Bush class here. It's on February 9th. It's an exhibition race, so there's no points to be handed out. It's just for bragging rights, I would say. And it's a good chance for these 20 drivers to test out their their stuff heading into. It's a nice little practice race before the the duels and the actual Daytona 500 here in two weeks. It's a 75-lap race, which equates to 187.5 miles if you're keeping track there at Daytona on their 2.5-mile oval. The field is limited to the 2019 Bush Pole Award winners. Past Bush Class champions who competed full-time in 2019, so you can't just bring, you just can't come out of retirement, it sounds like, and come in there, which is unfortunate. That'd be really cool to see. And former Daytona 500 champions who competed full-time in 2019, Sorry, Richard Petty. Can't compete in that. And former Daytona 500 Pole Award winners who completed competed full-time, sorry, in the 2019 NASCAR Cup Series. Oh, in 2019 Cup Series playoffs. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. All right, so the field has 20 drivers, and I'm not going to list them all for you. I, I could, but it'll just take up time, and you just hear me ramble off drivers' names. But 20 drivers in the field, and just looking at it, in, in the past, what I've seen on tapered spacer racing tracks, formerly known as restrictor plate racing, you, you have quite a, a good show in here. I would say if I had to pick a winner, it would either, it's going to be one of two drivers, I think. It's going to be either be Denny Hamlin, who was last year's Daytona 500 champion, has always done well at restrictor plate tracks. And I was just going to be biased here and say Brad Keselowski. He always does well at, but real. This is going to be a fun little show. I can't wait to till Sunday to see it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. It's just just a first kickoff to the preseason and speed weeks to me. 
And uh, gonna, I can't wait to get down there. Maybe try to go a day early to catch the truck race there on Friday. Just make it a trifecta weekend for me there at Daytona. So if anybody's there at Daytona, uh, hit me up on social media. And we will get together and talk racing. Can't wait. Oh, big news. And um, I guess I guess uh, I mentioned this online on Facebook and Twitter that we're starting a uh, fantasy league, fantasy NASCAR league here at Into Marvels. If you go to NASCAR.com and log in and search for a fantasy league, we're in the Marbles 2.0. 2.0. In the Marbles was already taken. I don't know by who, but clever people there who decided that should be their league name. I, I thought of the price. I thought of what should I give out and what should be good incentive to play. It's free to play, but what's a good incentive for people out there to look that listen to. And if you win overall, because I'm going to play, but I'm not going to be eligible to win. I'm sure Preston's going to play and not be eligible to win. But if you win a hundred dollar Amazon gift card, I think is well, deserved after a year-long season maybe a few little more incentive gifts thrown in there just to keep the spice to keep the pot spicy and big and full and nice incentive for people to play but yeah if you win hundred dollar amazon gift card will be yours right in time for the holiday season and everybody loves amazon i don't see why you who wouldn't be able to use an amazon gift card and i know i'd be appreciative if i won one so that's going to be the grand prize to whoever wins the in the marbles inaugural fantasy season and you know what if i just sit here this isn't like the christmas episode where i could just feel like i could kill 45 minutes and just have you guys listen to me talk racing and stuff like that i mean it's a week before oh you know what we haven't done i feel like this is a good time for a little hey man because i found i found a really good one here for from adam stern so i'm just gonna hit hey man Hey, man. Hey, man. All right, so as all of you know that listen to the show regularly, the Formula One's looking to go to Miami for a race there. They're going to have a race, hopefully, there in 2021. And it was around the Hard Rock Stadium where the Super Bowl was just held. And... I guess a lot of residents aren't happy about that. What they're not happy about is the possibility of air and noise pollution coming up here. And a local resident named Karen was worried about air pollution and describes F1's plan as environmental racism. I don't understand how you can be racist to the environment, but Karen obviously thinks that you can be racist to the environment. And the, the comments on there were just hilarious. So just just a few comments that I picked out here. Individual named Daryl wrote, do these people understand how much air pollution they take in from day-to-day traffic? If anything, they'll be getting a break for a few weeks with all the road closures. I agree. So the one, the French NASCAR, I'm not even going to, again, I'm not going to announce, I'm not going to try to say names here. But it's it's a fan who replied to Adam Stern's tweet, and it's a picture of Kyle Busch and doing giving that little thumbs up and making that face after the Bristol wreck, I believe, there in the Xfinity race. And this guy, Poodle, Pixie Doodle, I think that name sounds familiar, Pixie Doodle. I think she was, I don't know, I'm talking to myself now. Of course I'm talking to myself. All of you just listening. Uh, Pixie Doodle said, 
posted a uh, article from Formula One dot com. Formula One's aiming towards is to have zero carbon footprint by the year twenty thirty, which is I would say within the realm of possibility. And then I think one of the best ones that Tim wrote on here said, "Did they protest the Super Bowl or because they like football?" And that's one of the best ones I saw. But a lot of people were just saying, "Karen, just one of those things." It's just a Karen complaining about everything Karens complain about. Again, no discrimination to Karens. I know quite a few Karens and. Love every one of them. That was, hey, man, quick little segment. It was, that was the only one I found. And if Preston was here, I'm sure he would have something as well. But I can't wait to see what that transpires to. I hope Formula One goes there. I'd definitely maybe just limit my NASCAR intake to maybe six races in 2021 just to go to a Formula One race. We'll see, though. Hopefully there was not much more pushback on that. But And um, on a, another note here, just going to, Kind of start wrapping it up here. It's it's a short and sweet episode here, folks. Um, again, we're just ready for the clash. I gave you my predictions. Let me know on Facebook and Twitter what you think of who might win the clash, and if you're even going to watch the clash, or if even you don't, even if you care or not care about the exhibition race races. There it is, the exhibition races. So let us know what you think about that. But I'll, I'll leave you on this note: where uh, my wife and I are finally finally. Looking to close here on Friday. So this will be our last time in the, quote, studio that we have built in here. And we're going to be transferring our everything over there Saturday and Friday. And I'm ready to start the next chapter in our life. I know that's kind of personal news. And I'm going to try not to take up so much time just hearing you guys hear me rambling on about this and that. But what I want to do before we leave is give a uh, special shout-out to uh, my cousin Ross, who started listening to the podcast just recently, and he's a new NASCAR fan, so he's getting a lot of insight and stuff, and I hope he continues to listen to it and get out of it what I hope fans, just it's, it's just my point of views and mine and Preston's point of views on stories and stuff going on and off the track. But I, I, I want to give him a... a Personal thank you to that he listens to the show and hope everybody here. We got fan, we got people listening in New Zealand, here a majority in the United States and the South Carolina area, but everybody in North Carolina, Texas, New Zealand. Just give a nice thank you to everybody out there who takes the time to listen to the show and really hope you enjoy it. It's only going up. We say this every week. It's like a broken record. It's it's always we're always aiming higher and higher. What can we do better this week than we did last week? We're getting a lot of help from one of my friends there at the firehouse named Brian, who just really helps me from the technical side and every week saying, Hey, do this, try this, and still learning, still crawling, I feel at that point, whereas I'm walking on you know it's it's just again technical stuff that I learn and it's fun learning. But again, special thanks to everyone who listens and contributes. And I just can't wait for the green flag to drop at Daytona for NASCAR at the Grand Prix of St. Petersburg for Indy and the lights to go out at Australia for the Formula One race. I cannot wait for that. It's going to be a great year for In the Marbles. Here in March, we're going to I'm going to be going down to the Rattler at South Alabama Speedway in where Charlie Herkus races. There's going to be a pro late model race there Sunday, or the Sunday I'm there. And then hoping to get up to Myrtle Beach Speedway, watch Brian Barnhill race a little, and 
Make it maybe make it to Sumter Motor Speedway, but maybe try to catch a drag race. It's going to be a lot of fun. I have a lot of plans to bring you guys, try to bring you guys behind the scenes access to all that and talk to more drivers this year. But that that will about do it here. Again, a short and sweet episode. Just wanted to uh, really talk about John Andretti, and you know he he will be missed in the sport of auto racing. And I guess that will about wrap it up. Again, short episode, just like the Christmas special, but that got a lot of good reviews and stuff like that. So maybe this will too. Uh, thank you again so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe on all your podcast platforms for future episodes of In the Marbles and to follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to sign up for that fantasy league that's going to be starting here for NASCAR here in the next couple of weeks for that chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. For Preston Lude, who is not here and recovering sick, I am Matt Beamer. Thank you so much for your time and listening to this episode, and I hope you have a good rest of your week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's rare to find a gift that you know everyone on your list will love. That's what you get with an incredibly soft blanket from Minky Couture. With hundreds of different styles and sizes of Minky Couture blankets, you'll find a gift that they are sure to love every single day of the year. Shop the best deals of the season at MinkyCouture.com.